turn this up. Welcome to the Practice in Motion podcast, where we talk sports, culture, food, oh, and the law. The Practice in Motion podcast is about bringing engaging conversations sprinkled with nuggets and insights about the legal aspects of everyday life. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Asia Days. Asia Days. Asia Days. I put that on everything. This is crazy. What is up, Steve? How's it going? Hey, another day, another dollar, as I like to say. (laughs) Yes. So let me tell you what I've been going through recently. So I love getting my nails done. I really don't consider myself a girly girl, but one thing I do like getting done is my nails because I interact with people and I just like that. So recently, I broke a acrylic nail, so I went to go get it fixed. I went to get it fixed, and then I was like, you know what? I'll just do a whole new set. So a couple of days after I got that new set, my fingernail that had broken first, it just became very, very painful. I'm like, hmm, like this isn't your normal nail break because I've broken many nails. My sisters talk about me all the time. Like, I don't even know why you get nails because you always break them, but I knew this was like a little different pain-wise. So I just try to continue with my days, not really paying attention to it, taking a little ibuprofen. It just becomes unbearable. The last couple of days, I was in tears, like literally tears, because my finger had just completely swollen up. It wasn't just my nail at that point. It was swollen. It was red. It was like tender. And I'm like, something is not right. I was in the most pain on a Sunday when they weren't open, right? So that Monday morning, I had court hearing. (laughs) And then I ran to the nail shop to get them to take off the acrylic. And come to find out, I caught an infection underneath my nail bed. It wasn't pleasant. And it hasn't been pleasant. It's finally, the pain is actually going down. But I'm on antibiotics now. And I'm just like, how? Like, I feel like this can only happen to me. Like, really, only to me. This is one of those things that you have to go to urgent care and get antibiotics? I was trying to hold out on it, but I did. I ended up going because it's kind of gross, y'all, but it started like pussing like underneath my nail. Like it was oozing and I'm just like, this is not cute. So (laughs) I've never had acrylic. How does a nail get infected? Because just in case I got to go get my feet done or something. I don't know. I really don't know because from when I broke it, it was literally two days between when I broke it and when I went to go get basically a new one put on. Mm. So I don't know if it was the tools that were used and just some dirt and germs Mm. got underneath where my actual real nail Mm. was cracked. I think there was an opening where some infection got in it. But yeah, I ended up at urgent care and I got an antibiotic. Yeah. Are they going to be able to save the nail or are you going to be (laughs) nailless on one finger? You know what? I hope they can save it. I haven't heard otherwise. She didn't seem too concerned. So I think I think we're good, but it was very traumatic. I don't want to go through well, that. Well, if it falls off, I'll get you a Sharpie. We can just color in whatever <laughs> nail thing and you want. And be looking real crazy. Look, I didn't see some funky hands in my day. So it was just par for the course, I guess. So, well, I'm sorry that you went through that traumatic experience. I'm actually just glad I found out what happened, and we're on the up now. There's some solutions. Thank God for antibiotics. (laughs) (laughs) That's the moral of the story. Right. And make sure that they clean the the tools in front of you. Right. Or else you might have a pussy sausage finger. (laughs) This is Steve's unpopular opinion. Why? Because I'm too honest, and that's my character flaw. You said it, not me. So my popular opinion, I've been thinking about this a lot. 
one of the best shows on TV is The Wire. Uh, it's like one of my oh, all-time okay. favorite shows. And on The Wire, if you've never seen it, you should definitely check it out. Five seasons, one of the best shows. But something that stuck with me from The Wire is they say, don't give a care. They use an expletive. They don't <laughs> give a care when it ain't your turn. And in the law, law is such a weird field. Yeah. The alternative is no good deed goes unpunished. And I think about that all the time because your natural inclination and your natural instinct to be a good human and a good <laughs> citizen is to try to be helpful, right? Be a good Samaritan. Right. But lawyers, because lawyers ruin everything or could ruin <laughs> everything, that you could be opening yourself up to liability. And so there's no such thing as a favor in law and business. There's no such thing as a good deed or a good Samaritan. It's all about quid pro quo. And what does that mean? Quid pro quo means this for that in the Latin. And it means that you give me something, I give you something. Right. And so there's no freebies, there's no hookups, there's none of that because you could be opening yourself up to liability. And I was just thinking about all the times when people have tried to do favors, especially on the job. Mm -hmm. Like maybe they take a shift they wasn't supposed to be on. Maybe they take a role on their job that they wasn't supposed to do. Right. And then they end up losing their job because they're trying <laughs> to do somebody a favor. <laughs> yep. Backfire. It backfire. So no good deed goes unpunished is something that they teach lawyers every day. And that's something I think about. So even though, because I try to be a helpful person, it's my natural inclination to help people. You are. I volunteer help, <laughs> but I've had to learn no. <laughs> I have to tell myself no. Do not volunteer yourself because you go further than what you think. And, you know, we see this with pro bono cases, right? Mm -hmm. When you take a case that isn't going to cost you nothing or that you're volunteering to do, them the cases that last forever. Right, <laughs> right. Or the clients that you give a hookup to as far as like... Then you're stuck with them. <laughs> then you're stuck with them. Or the clients that you give a hookup to, like, okay, I normally charge this amount, but I'm going to give you a hookup. And then you end up losing money because they want to call you all the time and they want to argue and they want you to spend all this money. Like, look, man, you got a hookup rate and now... Yeah, they don't understand that. They don't. Most people do not understand that. But that's a good one because that's something I'm kind of learning as a newer, younger attorney. I have good mentors, so you guys keep me in check. But yeah, I can see that is a big like pitfall, especially young attorneys can make. Yeah, because then those be the ones that try to report you to the Office of Lawyer <laughs> Regulation and yep. file complaints against you. And you're like, wait a minute, I thought we had a little I thought understanding. Had understanding. <laughs> right? it was, I, was, I took this case for free. <laughs> right. So, have you ever heard the story of the scorpion and the frog? No. So, my dad used to tell me this story about the scorpion and the frog. And he said, there was one time a scorpion who wanted to came to a river or a pond and he couldn't swim, so he wanted to come across it. And so he sees the frog, he's doing backstrokes, and he's just <laughs> frolicking about in the pond or whatever. And the scorpion yells out to the frog, hey, put me on your back so I can get across the pond. Right. And the frog says, no, because <laughs> as soon as I put you on my back, you're going to sting me and we're both going to die. Right. And he's like, why would I do that? That would make me suicidal. <laughs> like, I don't want to die. I want to get to the other side. And so they go back and forth. They go back and forth. And eventually the scorpion convinces the frog to put him on his back. Uh-oh. As you well know, what happens, as soon as they get to the middle of the pond, the scorpion starts stinging the frog viciously. Wow. Over and over again. And the frog says, you told me you wasn't going to sting me. And the scorpion says, it's in my nature. I can't help myself. Wow. And yep. so that teaches you Two lessons. One, on the scorpion side, when people tell you who they are, believe them. Right. Don't deal with vicious people. But also on the frog side, 
no good deed goes unpunished. And right. that is Steve's unpopular opinion. Period. A lot of people got snubbed this year, like Zach Levine, who's been playing lights out for the Bulls. He's just been playing with a chip on his shoulder ever since he lost that dunk contest. And so I mess with Zach for that reason. Light skin angst. I'm all about it. <laughs> Devin Booker from the Phoenix Suns. That's who I think got a big snub. He, that was a huge snub because he been balling over there. You know what they say. Jalen Rose tweeted, though, again, don't say who got snubbed without saying who they should replace, though. No. So it's like. But choose violence. Right, right. <laughs> and then what? We have Trey Young also wasn't chosen for All Star. Also a big snub. I think the biggest snub, I would say, I think I'm going to have to go with Devin Booker because honestly, Chris Paul was voted an All Star and they're on the same team. And mm-hmm. I understand Chris Paul. I love Chris Paul. I think it's his 11th All-Star appearance. But they're on the same team, and like I think Devin Booker has a good part to do with their success, especially playing in that Western Conference. So has he been selected? Do you know Devin Booker for an All-Star? I think he got selected once. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure, but I think he's the biggest nub, I want to say. But there's a lot of good, obviously, NBA players. Well, you know, LeBron came out and said that Devin Booker was the most disrespected player in the league. I did see that. I did see that. I think that's just because he's a little, not saying he's soft, especially probably not on the court, but like, I think he's just a little reserved. I don't think he has like social media or anything like that, which I think kind of goes in part just being like exposing yourself to fans and things like that. Most of the snubs came from smaller markets, if you think Mm. about it, right? So if you look at Chris Middleton, Milwaukee is a small market. Phoenix is a small market. Right. Atlanta Um, is kind of a smaller market for basketball. Yep. Sabonis on Indiana, the Pacers. Oh, yeah. He's really good, and that's a smaller market, too. Probably Zach Levine from Chicago was even, you know, so it's all these teams that, like, kind of okay, but, you know, they're (laughs) a smaller basketball market-wise. So maybe it was easier to snub those guys. Yeah, and then they, sometimes I think those selections, obviously records Mm -hmm. and how your team is playing goes a part of it. I think there was one player I saw, I'm like, that. He's not on a good team. (laughs) They haven't done... Oh, um, Julius Randle on the Knicks? Like, um, I'm sorry, but I don't know anything what's going on with the Knicks, and I'm pretty sure y'all are not in the playoff picture right now. But maybe they are. I don't even know. No, you know, the Knicks is just under a (laughs) bad star. That was one name I looked at. I'm like, has he been playing good? I don't know, because they don't show them on TV, you know? You know what? They gave him a standing ovation when the fans (laughs) were allowed back in Madison Square Garden. They they was called MVP chance and all that. Oh, so he must be balling for real. His mama showed up with his number on (laughs) and all that. So, because apparently his mom used to play ball. Oh, okay. And so he wears the number 30 because of his mother. Aww. And so she showed up. So he must be hooping, but we don't get much Knicks games in the yeah. Midwest. And that was one I definitely was like, hmm, okay. And then I feel like Zion Williamson. Yeah. They really try to make him the future right. face of the league. It's like, is he all-star quality already? Everybody knows Ja Morant is the yeah. better player at this yeah. stage of his career. Definitely. So Ja shit, but Ja got a name like Ja. You can't make right. you know from watching the Ja Rule documentaries, <laughs> if you can't bet on people's name Ja, it's a bad look. <laughs> well, it'll be interesting to see how they actually play during the All-Star game, especially I don't know if Atlanta is doing any fans. I don't think so, but it's kind of weird all around. 
You know what I think? Atlanta been open all this time. They've been outside, no masks. They've been like whatever. So they might as well fill the arena. No. Up, you know what I'm saying? Because they've been outside anyway. Compound been open. All the clubs oh, been open. Man. Like doctors ain't stopped doing bodies. Well, it's business as usual down in Atlanta. Well, I saw the mayor was like, please do not come <laughs> travel to Atlanta for All-Star Weekend. Please do not come to party, like, but we'll see. And we'll see how these all-stars play as well. You're going to tell black people not to come to Black Hollywood for a basketball game? You are hard-pressed, man. Yeah, I think they probably should have picked a different city than Atlanta if they didn't want people to show up. (laughs) They really really should have, because they hold bubble protocols going straight to hell. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But that's my maybe that's an unpopular opinion too. Who right. knows? Maybe they should have had it in Salt Lake City. <laughs> <laughs> or in Denver, somewhere where it's hard to get to. You know, you can't fly spirit down to Salt Lake City. Right. I don't think a lot of people want to be in the cold either. So right. then they go down south or nicer weather. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Do you think that they should have canceled the All-Star game this year? That's what Durant and LeBron were saying at first. Like, they don't care about playing. And because right. it's a shorter season, right. it was a shorter offseason. Yeah, I saw Harden's, I think, post-game interview, and he was saying it would have been better time for them to spend with their families and stuff because of just the travel restrictions that they have. I'm sure they're on, like, very strict schedules with traveling and COVID and stuff. So, yeah, I don't think it was necessary, but I know probably the NBA just wants to do something to make Life seemed normal. <laughs> yeah, their heart was in the right place, but <laughs> right. I think that the NBA has a like a little bit of angst with the players right now in this whole COVID thing and the players kind of bristling at things not being normal and how things have been handled in some situations. But they don't have as many problems as the NFL, so there's <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see how that season goes. I'm actually kind of hungry, so I've been thinking about food while we've been talking. Oh, okay. <laughs> so let me talk to you about some good Milwaukee food. What's your favorite place, like go-to place in Milwaukee where you just know you'll have a good meal, good service, like the whole picture? If I have to go local, not a chain, right? I would say Ward's has always been a go-to, or Carnivore. Oh, you're expensive. That's when I'm fancy, <laughs> when I'm spending money, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. the service is always really good. Also, Moe's, mm-hmm. Moe's Steakhouse. So I'm a big steak. I love steak. Love, love, love steak. Oh, Harbor House is also good if you want to spend some. Okay, and I've never been there, but... The brunch is. Yeah, I've heard about the brunch. Chef's too. kiss. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard about the brunch as well. So Sunday brunch, so like, I want to like, take my mom to brunch for a special occasion or something. I take her after church to mm-hmm. uh, Harbor House because it's all it's all these different stations. So it's like prime rib and it's oh, okay. oysters on the half shell. It's crab legs, omelet bar, mimosa bar, Bloody Mary bar, a candy bar. Okay, yeah, you're, okay, yeah. So mm-hmm. You're making me want to go now. <laughs> <laughs> but really because my heart is Argentinian probably, I love Brazilian steakhouses. Oh, okay. And so I, I used to love when it was Sabor, but now it's like Rodigio Grill. Mm. But I now I go to Tejas de Brazil across the way in Mayfair. And I just love yeah. like, all you can eat meat on a spit. So you're like, a steak guy. Yeah. Get the meat sweats. I do. <laughs> I do love steak. I do. Capital Grill. That's a chain though, mm-hmm. but they're really good. I was not expecting you to go such high class right off the bat. Oh, <laughs> so what about like regular food? <sighs> if I gotta go regular food, you know what my spot used to be, Doc Smokehouse. Oh, I used to love yeah. Doc's. 
and well. So that was my spot because everybody knew me and they had Are they open right now? I think they are still open. Okay. Extensive. And then also my other regular spot, I have to shout out Red Snapper Fish Ooh. Company. Yes. That's also good for the best fish in the city, you know, fried fish. Yes, I love fried fish. So all different kinds of fish. You know, one thing about fish, why I really like it is because I don't like making it. Like, oh, I don't like cooking it at my house, right? And then just the grease. I really do not like frying. I love fried foods, but I do <laughs> not like frying at home because I don't like cleaning up. I don't like all that stuff, but I love a good piece of fried catfish. Oh, man. I'm <laughs> telling you, that, that place has really good catfish. I am so hungry. This is like torture. St. Um, <laughs> Paul's Fish Market also mm, is pretty good. Yes. Their lobster rolls. The lobster roll is really good. And I used to love La Fuente when it was open, but now... Oh, my gosh. People listening to us aren't going to be able to keep up. They're going to be writing down all these You know, all we do is we just get spots to eat. Right. Because I'm like, I want to get a couple of my spots. (laughs) La Fuente. I mean, Botana's now the Mm. spot now over there. So, south side. So, that's my... You know, if I'm just doing regular and I just feel like doing that, I do Botana's. Yeah, I do love Mexican food also. I love all foods. Um, There's a really good taco truck over on... Oh, man, I forgot the street just that quick. It's on the south side, but it's so good. They actually have quesadillas that I mm. always get. And then they have, what's like the beans that's kind of like in the juice, like real like brothy oh, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like they have that and it's really good over there. It's off of um, Forest Home, Forest Home Cemetery and that oh, yeah. like Walgreens over there. Mm-hmm. Yep, there's a food truck or a taco truck always parked over there. They have really good Mexican. Good like bar food. This is a place, when I asked you my question, I already had my answer in my head, <laughs> so I want to answer it. <laughs> I love Swingin' Door Exchange. Really? Yes, on Michigan Ave, downtown, like, diagonal from the it's Chase right next building. next door to the Grain Exchange. Yeah. Over there. Yeah, they are so good. Like, I literally have never gotten anything that I didn't like. It's crazy. We would always go there <laughs> after Judges Night. Mm-hmm. So, because the grain exchange is right there, and we'd be in there drinking all the whiskey. <laughs> and so, yeah, no, they are good and they have good service. I haven't sat down inside in a while, but I've ordered like mm. two times from there in like one week. I think I ordered, was it back to back? Like back to back nights? Like, that's because I've been in a funk with cooking too. So, I usually love cooking, but I don't make it to the grocery store to get food to cook. <laughs> you know, we go through phases. I'm as a, chef myself you <laughs> lose the inspiration sometimes yeah. you lose the love of the game right. so to speak and so you just eat out different places until you get inspired again and right so, well you know i just got a new 20 piece cooking set pots and pans and i moved so i have a new kitchen to cook in mm. so i think that inspiration will be coming back i'll be back in the kitchen chefing it up as well yeah i've been cooking a lot of jerk chicken at home i've been just playing around with different Jerk recipes. And, that always has been a go-to of yours. Oh, man. I, just, I could eat it every day. I love <laughs> island food. And so, yeah. like, Caribbean and Creole. So, if it's like gumbo, jambalaya, etouffee, I could eat that multiple times a week. And then I just keep jerk chicken in my fridge all the time. On deck. All right. Well, I'll be... I'll know where to go if I get... <laughs> if I'm around you, I'll knock on your door for some jerk chicken. You better have it. You know what? Like, look, <laughs> I made my son... Uh, Cause I was out of it yesterday. I was so sleepy. <laughs> I was like, he got to eat. So I made him like a jerk chicken quesadilla. Oh, wow. And so I had some cheeses and I had my griddle out. I just chopped up some chicken thighs, tossed them, put them on there, made them two of them. Buena petite. Wow. You know, so I just, this fusion, mm-hmm. fusion for that. So 
Awesome. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm pretty hungry now. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm always hungry, but I'm trying to be better. Summer is right around the corner, and I don't know if anybody's going to see it, but I want to have something decent to take my shirt off. With, oh, so. right. <laughs> yep. The weather's already changing and get a little warmer out. That automatically makes you want to hop back in the gym. Yep. Sun's out, guns out. When we warmer, we mean like 30s. <laughs> right. Yesterday, I was like, oh, I ain't putting a coat on. It was 37 degrees. It was nice. It was, it was, it was a, a beautiful day. <laughs> <laughs> I was enjoying it. Me too, so. But yeah, so well, congrats on the pots and pans. And, you know, hopefully you <laughs> yes. find inspiration on that. I will let you know the first meal I cook. Oh, I should ask you this. So I was talking to somebody and I was like, okay, what would be, this is not actually morbid, but what would be your last meal? Like, what would be the meal that you would mm. be the last thing you would want to taste? Hmm, I think I would have to go, oh my gosh, I don't even know if I can answer that now. Maybe like a burger. Hmm. Cheeseburger with bacon, an egg, fried onion strings. <laughs> like <I> need, <laughs> the works. Bro, I need everything on it. If it's going to be my last, I want everything. So I like steak, but I love some burgers and fries too. That's a hmm. good go-to for me. And throw in some ice cream on there. I would like a creme brulee, apple pie, surf and turf, hmm. macaroni and cheese, some gumbo. Now... What did you say? Your last meal or your last food item? Because you just listed off a whole list. Of my, look, a meal consists of courses. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So for my first course, I would like this. So my second course, I would like that. Right. Hopefully, we don't have to pick our last day because it was just going to be too hard to decide. Right. Like, what's my budget? That's what I have to ask. What's my budget for this? Yo, is it just chef's table? <laughs> Anything I want, y'all gonna give it to me. Well, okay, so that's interesting. I did not expect you to say a burger. That is that yeah. is very interesting. Yeah, I love you know? burgers. That's some crab legs. I would expect you to say sushi or something like that. Yeah. 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 Well, it's time to go eat now. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. You learned a little bit more about us. Hopefully you remember, no good deed goes unpunished. And we'll see you next time. See ya. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review in your favorite podcast app. We would love to hear from you. If you have questions or just want to say hi, you can reach out on our website listed in the show notes. Till next time, practice in motion.